Welcome to the SBCSS Digital Learning Bits and Bytes podcast inspired by our dedication for equitable and inclusive educational technology and computer science. Hello everyone, I'm Sonal Patel and I'd first like to introduce the newest member of our digital learning services team, Omar Shepard, who is our computer science project specialist for San Bernardino County Superintendent of Schools. Omar, would you like to say a quick hello? Wow, wow, thank you, thank you, what an honor. Uh, I'm excited to join the team. Allow me to introduce myself. Uh, my name's Omar Shepard. I have the honor of serving as Shared Project Specialist here in Computer Science. Working in education for about oh, a little over 20 years, I've made computer science part of where I've planted my flag to really find ways to build capacity across our great state and to give access to this great learning opportunity to students, especially here in San Bernardino. Thank you, Omar. And we're here today to talk about seasons of computer science. We'd, we'd like to welcome our special guest, Dr. Heidi Baines from Riverside County Office of Education. Dr. Baines specializes in the integration of technology into classroom instruction and is a strong advocate for computer science education and the CS for All movement. Her experience in K-12 public education includes online, blended, and traditional classroom models, where she has taught multiple subjects and grade levels. Additionally, she is highly invested in the importance of the maker movement and looks for ways to merge the maker mentality with lesson design to enhance the student learning experience. Omar and I are very fortunate to be able to collaborate with Dr. Baines on a regular basis. So welcome here today, uh, Dr. Baines. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's really exciting to be here with you both. Um, we, we, we speak to each other frequently, but this is, this is a fun opportunity. Absolutely. Okay, let's start with a bit of fun. Please share one bit or bite that people may be intrigued to learn about you. <laughs> now, since I'm new here, I guess I'll begin with a bit or bite about myself. Fun fact, while I may be bald, I'm actually a professionally trained barber. In fact, when I was young, uh, 13 years old, my uncle, who actually owns a barber college, believed that everyone should have a trade, something that you can always lean back on. And for our family, it was barbering and cosmetology. So now that I've shared a fun fact about me, Heidi, shares one about you. I don't know if my fact is as fun as that one, but uh, something I, I share in these situations is that I was born on 327 at 327 in the morning. <laughs> oh, wow. <So>. Nice. <laughs> Love that one. Thank you. Thanks. And I'm going back to the barber, barber thing, Omar. Wow. That <laughs> is amazing. interesting. I'll be sending my son over to you for his haircut because... Haircuts are really expensive these days. Have you noticed that? I definitely have, <laughs> um, especially having grown sons who now see this is an asset. Mm -hmm. One of my elder sons popped by just last night to get freshened up. Wow. Wow. Great fun facts. Thank you, both of you. I'm going to go ahead and jump into our first question about seasons of CS. Our counties are involved in a research-backed professional learning model called Seasons of CS, which stands for Computer Science. Heidi, can you speak a little bit more about what that is? We're part of a group that's been awarded the Educator Workforce Investment Grant. And through that, we've been able to um, build and organize the seasons of CS throughout the state of California. Uh, we work regionally as county office partners to offer professional development opportunities for teachers and paraeducators uh, around computer science education. Mm -hmm. and, and much of what we offer has been to teachers that don't have previous experience with CS or um, teachers that were maybe hesitant to bring computer science to their classrooms. And so we're, we're here to 
um, increase access and participation in computer science throughout the, throughout the state. Thank you, thank you. It's really exciting to hear about all the great opportunities the seasons of CS are creating for us. And I know that teacher and paraeducator capacity building is a significant part of the program. Can you elaborate on the seasons of CS workshops and how they will build educator capacity in computer science? And what specific topics or skills will these workshops cover and how they'll be tailored to meet the needs of the teachers in our various counties? Yeah, so I, I touched on it briefly um, a minute ago, but it's that idea that, you know, CS is for all students. And historically, mm -hmm. it's been to, you know, really kind of select group of students who we either thought were interested or who we took time to recruit, but it's left out a, a large part, portion of our population of students who um, can be and should be involved in computer science. And so mm. building that capacity in our teachers and our paraeducators helps expand availability to our students. Um, like I said before, some of the offerings we have are very beginning, right? Just teaching um, students how to code, maybe that's with block coding. Um, some of it is around um, equity-minded computer science instruction. That's one of the workshops we'll be offering. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, um, having teachers take a close look at um, their computer science classes and, and what it looks like to teach those from an equity mindset. Uh, we had offerings uh, last summer in data science, and uh, I know there was offerings around um, algebra computer science and in other parts of the state last year, but it's, it's the idea of offering multiple venues and multiple avenues for teachers to engage with, engage with computer science professional development so that students, no matter where, we, where they are in their journey, we can meet them there and bring them along. Yes, yes, yes. And I am really excited to hear about all the ways we're thinking of meeting the needs of all the learners in our community, both our educational learners, our educators, as well as the students we'll be serving. Interestingly, um, those listening may know this, but in 2018, we actually adopted K-12 computer science standards right mm -hmm. here in California. Mm -hmm. And one of the cool things is from the very beginning, it makes a statement like this, that all teachers can teach computer science and all students can learn computer science. And I just love the way that you speak to all the different subject areas that it could intersect with. In fact, in our standards, it actually speaks to some of that intersectionality, and I'm mm -hmm. looking forward to seeing all the great learning opportunities that that creates. Absolutely, so, thank you so much for mentioning standards because that's, I mean, that's a huge mm -hmm. part of this work. Mm -hmm. Each of our workshops have really thoughtfully been, been designed around these standards and about the vision around equity and you've already you've actually already shared lots of um, strategies on how you might do this other ideas might revolve around ensuring that there is a culture responsive and sustaining pedagogy approach into uh, having these computer science uh, 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 opportunities for students but more importantly for us at seasons of cs and the workshops that we provide that that is the thought approach when when designing those workshops right people are thinking about the, uh, taking that approach, the KPOR Center has an amazing framework called the Culture Responsive Sustaining mm -hmm. Framework for Computer Science. And each of our providers for these workshops are encouraged to think really carefully about that framework as it's being designed. So we are excited that the professional development experience that is being provided through Students of CS, not just through the summer opportunity, but all of the onboarding workshops right. that are happening before that. Uh, the onboarding workshops are specifically to get 
interested, get educators and paraeducators interested in computer science and, and the opportunities that are available to them for professional development. So I'm just excited about the, all of the efforts moving forward. You mentioned equity-minded instruction in computer did, science. Yeah. That was one of the ones where we integrated the Capo Center framework mm-hmm. and we thought about um, bringing in universal design for learning experiences and we thought very carefully about the pedagogy mm-hmm. uh, involved in even just modeling that experience uh, within that workshop. Are there any other strategies you think uh, might be relevant to scaling equitable uh, computer science implementation? Well, I think you both mentioned, you know, in addition to providing access to our students, is providing that space for teachers to feel safe, to feel like they can come Mm -hmm. in and learn about CS, right? Because in the standards, it says all teachers can teach it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if all teachers necessarily believe that they can teach it, right? It, It can seem like a really intimidating subject. It can seem a little scary. And so providing these opportunities in a a low stakes but really supportive environment where teachers feel like, you know, I'm gonna go in and try that, right? Where there's there's no fear of failure, there's Mm no, um, you know, fear of walking into a space that you don't belong because all of our teachers belong uh, in these these workshops, right? There's a space for everyone to come and learn about computer science and bring it back to their students. And, And we've taken great care to make sure we're providing that for for our educators. And we're meeting each of their needs. Beautiful, thank you. Wow, this is really exciting to hear. And, excuse me, as a member of our collaborative, it's been really exciting to see some of the ways that we are looking to meet teachers where they are and support them in building their capacity. And we're learning, it's all about collaboration. It's the key to success. So as our regional representative here for Region 7 leading uh, the charge across our regions, how will the program work with other counties, schools, districts, and other educational partners to ensure its impact is far-reaching? Great question. And, uh, yeah, partnership and collaboration has been huge with the Seasons of CS. Uh, Here in Southern California, we are Region 7, or at least part of Southern California. We are Region 7. And we are made up of Riverside, San Bernardino, Orange, San Diego, and Imperial counties. And so our five counties work together as Region 7 to offer opportunities for um, educators to engage in PD throughout the region. And, and, you know, in our planning, we take care to offer different things in different places so we can reach as many educators as possible and and meet those needs um, as best that we can. Um, and because we work as a region, you know, it's, it's really nice to, you know, have partners that are working toward a common goal. So Mm -hmm. we don't feel like we're out there alone, right? It's, it's been wonderful to have both of you and our, our colleagues in San Diego and Imperial as, as thought partners, right? So we're not looking at it from just, you know, one county view or one myopic view. We're looking at how do we increase access and participation throughout this this region. Um, you know, we have students, particularly here in Riverside and San Bernardino, that move between our two counties mm-hmm. quite a bit. And so it's important that, that we work together uh, to make sure that those students have access no matter where they go, whether they're in Riverside or San Bernardino, and making sure that that continues. That's really exciting. And I would add that one of the exciting pieces of being a part of Region 7 is the opportunity to collaborate across the counties. And shameless plug, um, I, myself, (laughs) along with Mark Lansberger from San Diego, are helping to bring workshops called Getting Ready for CS Ed Week. 
That's right. You may not know this, but December 4th through 10th is CS Ed Week. And in our workshops, we invite educators to join us. Well, we engage in an hour of code as learners. In fact, there's a series of lessons that have been created called AI for Oceans and Other Creativity with AI. And we're bringing educators into our space, learning about how we can bring this in our classroom, and supporting them with bringing an hour of code to their students during CS Ed Week. And I know we'll be hearing more about our collaboration, but it seemed like a great opportunity to share what we're doing right here in Region 7. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up. I'm excited about the fact that this is a regional effort. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I appreciate the most, and you alluded to that earlier, Dr. Baines, is that we're all bringing in our own unique perspectives with the things that are ha taking place within our own um, respective settings. And I think together we can drive such uh, beautiful outcomes. I know that last year we had uh, over 250 educators participate in our Seasons of CS, yes. Summer of CS workshops. In some version, yeah, yeah. one of the workshops, yeah. yeah. And it was a really, it, it was a great number. We exceeded our goal of having 100 educators initially. Uh, and, uh, you know, and that was that was primarily because this was a, a team effort. What did they say? Teamwork makes a dream yes. work? Yes. Had, to, wow. had yeah. to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that. So my next question for you is related to the advancement of technologies. As we know, technology is constantly evolving. How will the program stay up to date with the latest trends and best practices in computer science education, in your opinion? Yeah, that, I mean, that's a great question because... You know, one thing that we are all immersed in is AI mm. right now mm -hmm. and and trying to stay up to date or ahead of it is a very lofty goal. And so, you know, as we as we continue to, to plan and to uh, develop and design these workshops, we want to take in, um, you know, the current trends of computer science. What is what is industry need? What is higher mm. ed looking mm -hmm. for? Making sure we're we're designing things that set up students, um, whether it's on a track for an actual, you know, computer mm -hmm. science pathway or mm -hmm. education, or whether or not they're sparking some other interest through code or through being exposed to other ideas and technology. These, you know, these are the things that we want to continue to bring to our participants so that we do stay on the cutting edge because it is, it is moving quickly and it is, it's a challenge to make sure that what Absolutely. we're designing now is still relevant even six months mm -hmm. from now, right? It, it's just, it's ever changing and, it, and it's constantly moving. Yeah, I agree. And actually, um, what I, I know from state down, people are grappling with how to bring AI into education mm -hmm. in the most impactful way. And I know that one of the areas that California Department of Education is working on, or should I say Catherine Goyette, the yes. computer science state coordinator, yeah. is this whole idea of demystifying AI. Mm -hmm. And we as a team are really thinking carefully about how our workshops can bring an element of AI in and, and really thinking about that demystification yeah. of how AI is developed in the first place. Kind of looking under the hood yeah. of it, right? Yeah, yeah, bringing in the machine learning mm -hmm. aspect. And I know, Omar, if you wouldn't mind just speaking to uh, CS Ed, well, the, your CS Ed efforts, the onboarding workshop you were talking about and how you integrated AI into that and then tell us more about CS mm -hmm. Ed Week if Absolutely. Yeah. Well, one of the cool things are working with providers as partners, such as Code.org, mm -hmm. which actually created a wonderful AI for Schools toolkit yes. that's been great to support us in getting ready to bring AI to our students, both teaching with AI and teaching about AI. 
and helping students know it isn't really magic, it's machine learning. And they can learn how to program machines to learn too. And in some of the lessons that they've created, students are able to have more creativity as well as demonstrate their own personal interests through learning about AI. And just to make sure I'm sharing about all the opportunities right here in Region 7 across Imperial County and Riverside County, San Bernardino County, Orange County, and Riverside County. Don't know if I already said that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, I invite you to take a look at seasonsofcs.org. Yes. On November 14th, we'll be in person in Imperial County. On November 16th, we'll be in person at Riverside County. And then on November 30th, we'll actually have a virtual workshop targeting teachers grades 6 to 12 to show them how they can engage their students during CS Ed Week. That's right at seasonsofcs.org. Of course, thank you so much, Omar, for remembering the website. Yes. I completely forgot. Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't also call out our statewide partners, including mm -hmm. CDE, mm -hmm. Sacramento County Office of Education, UCLA Research Center, uh, UCLA Center X Research Center, and CDEF Foundation, who are all working very hard to lead this grant work with a lot of amazing partners such as Kapor Center, CSTA. Yes. Give a shout out yes. to CSTA, uh, CS for All. Yes. Um, CS for know, CA. CS for CA. Yep. Oh, yes, yeah, CS for CA as well. There are so many um, in, in incredible partners that are involved in this work, and we're hoping this is just going to get bigger and better and stronger. Yeah, thank you for mentioning mentioning the partners. You know, I, I we talked about collaboration, mm -hmm. and um, that's the thing. We're Region Seven, but there's six other regions that also uh, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, that we collaborate with right. uh, along with our state uh, team. To, yeah, to really See, so many. That, that's really yeah. fascinating, and I mean, an interesting part of the project is you learn that there's actually 58 counties here in the state of California, and our regional organization in seven regions allows each of our regions to really meet the unique needs of the learners and educators in each of the regions that we're serving. Thank you. So Heidi, Dr. Baines, I get to call her Heidi because I've known Heidi for so long. She actually lives only about 12 minutes away from yeah, my I house. I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think we could walk um, if we had we could, to. We could walk if we had to. Um, but Dr. Baines, thank you so much for all this wonderful information. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us as we wrap up today? Yeah, you know, one of the things we have coming up, we've talked about our onboarding workshops, right? Uh, Omar and Mark Landsberger from San Diego will be hosting our onboarding workshops, one in Imperial and one in Riverside County next week. But um, as we move through the months of the school year, we'll have other onboarding mm -hmm. workshops uh, throughout the year that we'll continue to announce. We'll have things in the spring. And all of those are leading up to our Region 7 Summer of CS event uh, that will be in June. Uh, those dates are coming soon, so be sure to uh, keep an eye out on the Seasons of CS website for those dates. Um, and that regional event will eventually lead into a statewide uh, Computer Science Professional Development Week, which will be in July, July 22nd through the 26th, where um, educators will have the chance mm -hmm. to participate in a statewide uh, PD week. So we have a, a lot of really exciting opportunities for professional development so whether it's whether it's regionally or whether you know it's during the summer of cs we have autumn cs right now we have winter of cs coming up we'll have spring of cs and then culminating in the summer 
And let's not forget, there are multiple educational partners involved in this work around expanding computer science access and capacity building opportunities for our, for our educators and our students. And uh, with that said, we have several different workshops happening, not just for educators and paraeducators, but for also for administrators and counselors. But the best thing for, for about Seasons of CS in general and the, the workshops that we have to offer is, as I'm going to let Omar share this. Is that a stipend is available <laughs> to you, whether you're joining us for one of our onboarding workshops or looking forward to joining us this summer, it's an opportunity for you to be able to build capacity and earn a stipend. Awesome. So again, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Beans. It's always a pleasure. Thank you all for listening. You can be sure to follow Dr. Beans on Twitter at Beans Heidi. Again, B-A-Y-N-E-S, Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. Thank you all for tuning in. Join us next time for more bits and bytes of digital learning and computer science. And remember, if you're hungry for more, you can simply text DLS News to 22828 or find us on Twitter at SBCSS underscore EdTech.